Hello and welcome to another episode of Parent Not So Normal. I'm your host, Brittany, and today I'm joined once again with Sheldon Thompson, Infinite Light 369. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So a lot of you on my TikTok ask me all the time about the firmament to flat earth theory. So I thought I'm going to get a flat earther and just ask a bunch of questions. Sheldon is a flat earther. So Way to label me. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> you you have to start it off. Put a sign above my head. Flat earther. Um, yeah, but let's dive into the actual conspiracy, the actual theory, where it started from, because I feel like a lot of people hear it. They think flat earth, and they don't even ask questions. They just assume right away that the theory is stupid. They think it doesn't make sense, and people don't even give it the time of day. Not saying you have to believe it, but I think that it's interesting. I think there's a lot of interesting pieces that would be you know good to talk about good for people to hear so let's jump into it like where did the theory even start yeah i mean as they should too because i i think when i when i first heard that the the theory as well i automatically dismissed it and thought it was bullshit because at the end of the day like we were programmed since a very very young age to believe a very specific thing and we were taught this in school and we just dismiss it right like it's not like you look at it and you analyze it and you you study it and you go outside and you observe it it's just like okay this is how it is and and you don't question it so you know when you do hear you know the opposite force you're always like okay that that doesn't make any sense right And and that's exactly what i thought when i first heard it as well it wasn't until i started doing my own research and not just research on the computer, but actually going out and analyzing how things work that I started seeing things differently. And I started seeing how things actually work and and what really does make sense. And um, nothing on this heliocentric model makes sense as compared to the other side. So, you know, if you, if you hear it and you think it's bullshit, I mean, I was in the same position too until I started till I started actually looking at it so yeah and it's true I mean like even going to school I was talking about this with my roommate the other day I'm like why did I believe everything that my teachers told me I was told, yeah. you just believe it and you don't question it so it does make sense and I don't really know exactly what my viewpoint is on it I think the conspiracy is super interesting but I don't know much about it do I believe that the earth just ever you know the world in general is as it seems or what they told us no like I think there's a lot more to it which is why I think this theory is interesting to me but where did the theory even start you know like where does the conspiracy stem from well like when you say conspiracy are you talking about like like when i when i hear the word conspiracy i think about the opposite side like the conspiracy is like the round earth and and what they kind of hide from you because i believe the truth is like the the flat earth and and if you go back into like the ancient cultures and societies and and anyone in our past, they always believe that the earth isn't necessarily flat. It's a level plane with hills and valleys. And that's, that's what I believe. But I do know that it's not a, you know, a spinning ball hurling through space at 66,000 miles per hour and so on and so forth. Like that doesn't make any sense. So yeah, like when you say conspiracy, are you talking about just like the flat earth in general or... Yeah, so when or I why they hide it or Yeah, when I say conspiracy, I I mean like the firmament because for most people that is the conspiracy, right? For most people flat earthers, you know, the firmament that is the conspiracy to them um because the round earth is what is truth, is what is real. So, I guess where did the idea of the firmament even start? Because when people even think of flat earth, they don't even know what the firmament is. They don't even, you know what I mean? So, where did that come about? There's massive reference to it if you analyze our ancient culture and past 
and pretty much every society all referenced the flat earth and the firmament as well as the bible it's been referenced in the bible i think 20 times or something like that i don't know the exact number but there's a lot of reference to the the firmament in the bible i think genesis 1 7 says and god made the firmament and divided the waters which were above the firmament from the waters which were below the firmament and it was so and uh, that's why the sky is blue because as above so below there's waters above the firmament so if you look at the egyptian depiction of the firmament they have the the feminine entity which is the firmament governing the land and then the stars are attached to the firmament and she's blue um so that's pretty much how it goes and when you put uh like a, a high power camera on any star you can see it kind of it looks like uh you know the sun is shining underwater so it's pretty interesting interesting so, so the with the firmament idea people believe that the ocean or there's water above the firmament, above the firmament yeah. and then the oceans we see would be like below as above so below there's a clip there's a clip from the simpsons as well and i, I always reference things yeah. Yeah. i always reference things that happen in the media because they have to literally disclose the truth because there's a karmatic law of the universe so if they're lying to you they also have to disclose the truth yeah. And they do that in a very deceptive way. And when I say they, I'm talking about the people at the top of the pyramid, the elites, whatever you want to call them, Freemasons, just the controllers, the the bankers, whatever. It's these people that are, you know, behind the shadows that are essentially telling fibs to keep you in a bubble. So the, the whole conspiracy for me is saying that all of this just came from nothing it's just this big bang that you're on this spinning ball hurtling through space that there's no significance to life don't question anything god didn't make this intelligent design so now you're just going to be a perfect little slave in our system when in reality when you wake up when you go within when you raise your consciousness and and, and elevate your vibration you start seeing things differently you start observing you start understanding you start knowing that this is an intelligent design that everything was created very intelligently um, very specifically to an to an exact sequence. I'm getting chills, including yeah. Us, including yeah. us, and, and everything is one, mm -hmm. and, and we are one united consciousness. We are all different branches of the same tree. Then you will not be a slave. This is this is what it is, right? So people are like, "Oh, you're crazy. You think the Earth is flat and stuff?" I'm like, literally, all you got to do, all you have to do, all you have to do is just think. It's just, it's just, it's actually common sense water will never ever occur any experiment ever which is observable measurable and repeatable observable measurable repeatable that's science right right so what you can observe what you can measure and is repeatable is science you will never ever ever create an experiment in the history of mankind where you will see water curve ever ever never gonna happen and it never has happened. It will always find its level, no matter what circumstances. And that's why there's canals. That's why there's, you know. <laughs> Which is why when you say water, because ideally, or not ideally, like, you know, uh, the world being round. Water would have to curve. Would have to curve. Okay. Makes zero sense. I'll dive into zero some more. Sense. Yeah, I'll dive into more of those questions in a second. But I wanted to jump on something else you said about, I guess, the why. Because one of my questions, or one of the questions a lot of people ask is like, why would they lie about it? Why would they lie about it? And well, I, I just kind of said that. Well, you answered it. You did answer. Yeah. Because the idea of keeping us submissive in a way, keeping us within this matrix per se and yeah. if we don't question anything because at the end of the day whether the earth we are in a firmament or not like it doesn't affect our day to day but knowing that they're hiding so much from us knowing that there's so much more out there it really hinders our ability like we yeah. are capable of so much so much but people don't they don't believe it 
they just think we're here to work. We're here to, you know, go about the day to day repeat. Once you realize you were created in, you know, uh, God's image. Mm -hmm. And I say that word very lightly because I believe that it's like an energetic source or a consciousness. It's not a male that's like up in the sky or like this almighty, like here, like, I don't believe that. I believe that it's one united consciousness that created everything. And we are all different pieces of it. We are all different extensions of it, which makes us it. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. so i believe that we are all god all, i i believe the same thing we're all attached to it we're all a piece of it we are made in god's yeah. image because we are all a piece of that we're, you're god like if god created you how are you separate from it yeah and i believe too that we can always tap into like that greater knowledge that like you know when people it's your higher power your higher self those yeah. synchronicities that continually happen to us right these things are happening because you're in tune with the divine and they say that once you have that kundalini awakening i was actually talking about this a little bit earlier the going a little bit off topic but like the symbol for the medical association of america and every single medical association is the snake going up the staff right and if you analyze our ancient cultures and past that symbol was so widely used in, in all societies and it, it referenced the kundalini you know moving up the spine and, and piercing the third eye and when when you do activate your kundalini kundalini through meditative practice through cultivating equanimity which is just a piece within and it starts cleansing and going up your chakra systems and, and removing those negative energies and, and emotions that you that have to come to the surface like ev- everyone goes through this on a spiritual journey what do i feel like shit what do i have all these things coming up because this is what's happening right right yeah, cleansing exactly. from these things it's the dark night of the soul whatever and, and then it pierces your third eye you're now a living manifestation of the divine and that's why if you look at egyptian societies they always depicted their awakened beings with a snake coming out of the third eye right interesting right? that's just like something too that well i could i could be wrong but in general schooling you know like high school and stuff what's not talked about is those like ancient like the firmament for example like stuff like that is not talked about let's just let's just be honest for a second like education the education system is fucking bullshit <laughs> it's that's as simple as that it's bullshit it's a business yeah it's the only system in the world the only business in the world where every single year the amount of diplomas that go up you know the the amount of diplomas that are given out they go up and the Mm -hmm. price of education goes up so Mm -hmm. the diplomas themselves actually become worth a lot less because there's more of them given out that's true paying a lot more any other business yeah. In the history of mankind, you would get wrecked. Yeah, you would get wrecked in any other business. But the schooling in the education business, which mm-hmm. it is a business, that system yeah. is the only one that thrives because it is intentionally designed yeah. to keep the people a slave. I was just, I was just gonna say that because people feel the need to get a diploma because it's drilled in our heads. Without a degree, without schooling, without education, you're not going to get a job. Therefore, you're not going to be successful. And it's like, what kind of job? You know, maybe some people do go to schooling and they do pursue the job of their dreams for some people. But for majority of the people, I don't think it's the case. I don't think a degree is necessary. If you're not going to be like a doctor or a lawyer or a firefighter or something like this, yeah, and it is completely pointless. It is a waste of time. Like if you're going to school and getting a business degree, I'm sorry, but 
I don't want to say you're dumb, but it's just not smart. <laughs> well, you could learn. You could learn so much. Learn it all without it. Why well, would you spend a hundred k on a piece of paper? Which, like I taught myself everything online. Yeah, and they make you take like electives, which have absolutely nothing to do with your degree, and it's a money grab. And it's not just about the money. The whole system is intentionally designed to keep you a slave. And yeah. it's as simple as that. And that's why you can go out and you can get a student loan like this. Yeah. Try to get a business loan. No. You're only going to improve me for a hundred grand to, to spend in your system. It's going back into your pocket. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. we're going to give you a piece of paper that multiplies every single, the amount that that's given out multiplies every single year. And the price is going up once again, you know, mm -hmm. any other business, any other business would get wrecked, but yeah. that one doesn't. So yeah. you got to yeah. think about these things in, in depth and understand that like, like what do you actually use that you were taught in school to this day? What do you use? I don't like how to calculate an acute angle and all this shit. Like, <laughs> fuck cares. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. It's, no, it's true. true. It's it I don't remember most of, you know, the mo the best I got out of school when I did my, I did a kinesiology degree. And for me, like I'm very active, like I know how to wrap um, injuries, but those were like the hands-on courses where I'm like, okay, I'm actually getting something out of it, but it was also a passion of mine. So in certain instances like that, but majority of things, no, out the window. But let's jump back onto this whole firmament thing. Let's get back on topic. Um, so the idea of the firmament is that we're in a dome. For those of you who are like, what the hell even is a firmament? So it's a dome, essentially, with ocean above it. And we are inside this. So a lot of people are like, okay, well, if we're in a dome, what does that mean with space? So what is, you know, in regards to this whole firmament thing, how would you explain space? Uh, Non-existent. <laughs> okay. Space doesn't exist, essentially. And, and maybe there's other dimensions mm -hmm. outside of ours but yeah. as far as like the the whole space you know and, and planets and all that stuff it's all bullshit straight up see i i kind of believe that too like i think we're all here different dimensions i think there are extraterrestrial beings for sure 100%. and i think there are yeah, yeah. i think there's land beyond too and that's what uh like if you research like emerald bird and his expedition um when he went to antarctica shortly after that expedition mm -hmm. they that's when the whole world came together in a treaty and said okay antarctica is the only space that you know no individual can go explore right yeah. we can't actually go explore antarctica without being met by military and, and, and why is that right that makes no sense it's because yeah. he found the edge of the dome maybe he found land beyond i think he referenced the hollow earth um there's a lot of things that are going on at the end of the day we're never going to know and i'm never going to know a, like a million percent either but i just know what i observe yeah. and i base my thesis on what i can observe what i can measure what's repeatable right yeah. so i can go outside every single night and always see the same constellations i can always see um the same stars every single night i can see where the sun sets and rises in the summer versus the winter it goes further away from us i can yeah. see the moon in the daytime right I, I know that the sky is blue for a, a specific reason i see rainbows and i see double rainbows and how a double rainbow mm -hmm. is a reflected of the first one so it's actually the opposite way of the colors on the which means it's reflecting off something it's reflecting off something which is it has to, it has to reflect off something and you can't do that inside how could right. it not create a rainbow inside if they say it's they say that a rainbow happens because light reflects through raindrops and creates this perfect it's, that makes no sense at all right it makes no sense it has to be reflecting off something if you try to uh, replicate that inside it will never happen you can never replicate like if you're spraying a hose outside yeah. and you can see the rainbow 
Yeah. Right. But you spray a house inside under any lights, you can't, that's, you'll never see a rainbow. That's true. Nothing for it to reflect off of. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let's talk more about what you've observed. Because when you're talking about the water, how it'll never curve, some people, and I'm just going to play devil's advocate for those listening and just to jump in, jump into some conversation about it. But some people would argue, well, you know, technically because the earth is so big it's not like it's rounding in huge amounts so how would you like counter that i mean at the end of the day that's it's not a it's not a bad argument but it's still curving right it's right. still curving which doesn't make sense like it still has to curve it doesn't matter if it's massive or anything it still has to curve at a certain angle right. and the fact of the matter is they could say it's so huge but if I ask someone, like if I ask one of those people, what is the curvature of the earth? They'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But it's eight yeah. inches every squared mile. That's what they say the curvature of the earth is, eight right. inches every squared mile. So I'm not exactly sure of the mathematics and I don't want to put specific numbers on it. But I know if you go like 20 miles out, it should be maybe even a kilometer below the curvature, which is quite substantial. Right. Right. Something like that. Yeah. I'm just trying to like so, picture I mean, it in my head. It's it's still quite a lot of curvature. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. So, yeah, like, no, eight, it inches is. Every, eight inches every squared mile is quite a lot of curvature. Yeah. And so that's significant. And that means yeah. that water has to curve no matter what. It doesn't matter how big it is, but it, it doesn't matter like what you do. You can never, yeah. ever replicate that. Yeah. You can never, ever measure that. And it's never, ever repeatable. The only right. thing that is replicatable, measurable and repeatable is water being level and always finding its level no matter yeah. what circumstances it's in. It will never, ever that change. Makes sense because if it was curved like the oceans for example it would all be pouring down to one specific spot but well, we try to find its level yeah exactly can't because it's all yeah. it that makes that no makes sense, sense. Yeah. 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 What you're saying makes sense to me. Um, and then another question people would ask, oh, what about airplanes? You know what I mean? Like, don't they, because people would say, you know, like. <sighs> go ask, go ask any pilot if they tip the nose down when they're flying. Do you ever feel like when you're, whenever you're flying on a plane, do you ever feel like you're tipping down? No. Like, or do you feel like, like you're flying level? It's always level. Yeah. Always level. Go ask any single pilot. Mm-hmm. In the history of flying planes, if they ever tip their nose down to stay over the curvature of the earth, they all tell you no. Some of them might be sheep and say that it's done automatically or whatever, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But the majority will tell you that they never, ever dip their nose down, ever. Mm, interesting. And, and if, if, if a plane is trying to land on an earth that isn't stationary, right? Say like if when we're separated from the earth, the earth is spinning at a thousand miles per hour and the plane is trying to land on a non-stationary runway. Don't you think that would cause them problems? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point too. But it's not the truth. Like they would have to like angle the plane, you know, like this to like hit and depending on what way it's spinning, like none of it makes sense. So um, based on like what you're saying, I'm assuming, you know how, you know, all of the continents are set up and to countries, if you were to fly from here to here, people, you know what I mean? Like people say, well, how, how does it make sense for, you know, you to get from A to B if the earth is, you know what I mean? Flat. Because I'll have some people that will be like, okay, well, what about flying all the way around the earth, for example. So you have an earth. If you have somebody that goes from where I'm at now and flies all the way around, they could go in one direction the entire time and land in the same spot. I've had somebody ask that and I'm like, I don't know how to answer that question. I don't think that's the truth. I don't think you just go in one direction the whole entire time. And and, and who's ever done that? Well, that's what I said. I was like, has that even happened? I'm like, has that happened? I'm like, I don't know enough about aviation. That doesn't make sense to me. There's no, there's no, I don't think there is a flight 
in the history of mankind that is started in Toronto, Canada and flown straight back to Toronto, Canada. Yeah, that would be like, that would be interesting, though, you know, to yeah. kind of prove either theory, but it's never happened. And it never will. Okay. Because that, that's what I said. I'm like, well, has that happened? And if so, like, you'd have to stop because you wouldn't have enough gas. Yeah, and fuel. yeah of course. To make it the entire way. Flights so what- actually prove like the, you know, the, the flat earth theory that, that they're flying over a plane, like a, you know, a level plane. Yeah. There's, there's been a few instances where they've had to make emergency landings. I think there was a flight from, uh, I can't remember exactly where it was. I think it, I think it was Sydney, Australia to LA, maybe. And uh, they had to make an emergency landing because someone went into labor on the plane. Oh, shit. Oh, and they shit. landed in Alaska, which was like, if you look on like the, the there's a there's an article about this. And if you look on like the globe earth, it was like out of the way to land in Alaska. But if you look at the flat earth map, it was directly over it. It's a perfect landing. Yeah. So there was a few instances like this. And I mean, again, guys, like go pull up the United Nations logo right now and then pull up a flat earth map. They're one and the same. Why is that? Go look at the George W. Bush airport flat earth map right in the middle of it with a dome and the tree of life right in the middle. They, they put these things right in front of your face laughing at you. It's it's so obvious to see once you wake up. We're not on a spinning ball. It's as simple as that. What does it feel like? Do you feel like you're stationary? Do you feel like you're spinning? Yeah. For those of you watching, I'll insert some pictures of what yeah. you, ju- you just said. I'll insert them on the I video think there, there was a few. There's a... Uh, yeah, give me more. The World Health Organization is one. Uh, the UN lo- logo. What's the other one called? I can send it to you after, but. Okay. Oh. I'll even insert like the clip of the Simpsons, you know, because the Simpsons pr- predict a lot of stuff and a lot of people have caught on to that. There's that clip of them like hitting the, ba- the bat and it like hitting the sky, the firmament. It's a long fly ball going back back and the ball shatters the sky bringing the ocean itself down into the stadium oh simpson just broke this dream's reality wide open what's the other one called it's like the aerodynamics Uh, i can send it to you after but okay but there's a few of them they're they're literally all like flat earth maps and it's kind of funny. So there's the International Marine Time Organization, World uh, Meteorologi- Meteorological Organization. Am I saying that right? I don't know. I think so. Meteor, I honestly know. It's M-E-T-E-O-R-O, Meteorological <laughs> Organization. That's a mouthful. It's another one of those things that, like you said before, is right in front of our face because they have to be honest, but it's super deceptive. The International Civil Aviation Organization is another one. Aviation Organization, even. They know that they fly over these things. They know, like, they get the real maps. It That's makes- why most pilots, like, if you if you look at, like, most pilots when they're asked about the flat earth, they'll be like, yeah, it's flat. There's most of them, they know. Really? It's just, like, interesting to me. It makes me wonder, too, you know, the whole space thing. Um, you know, astronauts, people that go into space, are they just all in on it? Those are all Freemasons that work for NASA, and it's all bullshit, yeah. Interesting. Yeah interesting okay let's that's all a lie like anything that comes from nasa is a lie and like you can you can analyze that yourself it's all cgi it's all photoshop they even admit it's photoshop yeah would you um astrology then before we get into your personal observations do you believe in astrology then because that's That's, all with planets and yeah but the thing is is it's not planets it's it's 
its constellations and the movement of the stars. So the stars actually align in the exact same position they do every 365 days. That's fact. So astrology is based on where the stars are set when you're born. Got it. Right. Yeah. So like based on where the stars are set in their geographical location in the firmament when you are born has a lot to do with what your life path is and all that stuff. So you believe that the stars and stuff are some type of energy. They They do do influence influence us. us. Sure. 100%. I've been observing the stars for a very, very long time. And I've seen like synchronicities in the stars and like when I was born and everything like, yeah, there's there's a, a lot going on up there for sure. And that's why our ancestors were able to predict certain events based on the movement of the stars. And that's like, they, they knew these things. So if we were just hurtling through space at these insane amounts of speed and doing these crazy, like it would be impossible to be observing the same constellations over the past who, millions of years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I can observe the same things every single night, like the same constellations, the same stars, the Big Dipper, they always do perfect circles around Polaris. Like that's impossible possible with what they're saying right it's not possible so uh, i'm curious about your personal observations because you were talking about how you you know you're outside every day you watch it every day whereas most people you know they don't even bother paying attention because it's just not something most people would think about I think doing. Would, yeah. Okay. yeah so the main thing that i observe for the for the most part is how the the movement of the sun and the moon and where the sun sets and where the sun rises mm-hmm. on a daily basis in in different seasons right so i know you know based on like so if we're looking at like a a flat earth model right say the earth is like this Mm -hmm. the sun and the moon are moving in circular motion around the earth only lighting up a certain area so when the sun actually sets all it's doing is it's leaving your perspective got it and that's why we are able to see angled sun rays so when you see like these aggressive angles from sun rays like this if the sun was, say, say the sun was 98 million miles away, this big over here, and the mm-hmm. tiny little earth is over here, we would only see light rays coming in one way. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. It makes no sense. It, you would never see an angled sun ray like this, which we always see unless the sun was very close. Right. Right. So that's how we experience seasons. Like, again, if the sun was 98 million miles away, this big thing way over here, and we're like this tiny little ball over here spinning. How do you experience seasons like this? How you yeah. in British Columbia from me in Ontario have a three hour time difference. So three hours mm-hmm. after the sun sets here, you can still see it. Yeah. How is that possible? If it's so, so far away. That makes that. no sense. It yeah. doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. So now that I know, you know, what's happening, it's spinning like this around the flat earth. Flat earth so technically it does go around the earth. Yes. Just in a- Yes, it goes, but it goes around the earth. It's yeah. not like going around the earth or yeah. earth going around it. Yeah. You know yeah. What I'm saying? So it's funny. I actually, when I turned 31, people were like, oh, 31 laps around the sun, right? right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, actually. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, how many, how many days are in the year? 365 days in the year, right? So I'm like 365 <laughs> by 31. So actually the sun has done 11,315 laps around me. Exactly. That's that's what's actually going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, like I said, in the summertime, 
I have a, a space where I always do sun gazing 30 minutes when the sun sets, it's safe to stare at the sun, put my feet on the ground. This is why I'm so conscious and aware of these things, right? Because I've been doing these things and practicing yeah. you know, these ancient spiritual practices that have been done for thousands and thousands of years that elevate and heighten consciousness, right? So that's not taught in schools. It's not taught in schools <laughs> for a very specific reason, because they don't want you to download these light codes and and mm-hmm. to be connected to the mother earth and all that. So I'm, I'm, I'm grounding and I'm sun gazing and I see where the sun is setting once again in the summer and it's setting right in front of my house. And then in the winter time, it sets way further away on the lake, right? So I, right as the, as the, the summer months progress, it starts going more south, it starts setting more south. Now I can't see it because it's setting over these houses as opposed to right in front of my house right when it's winter time it'll be setting right over the lake so i know that it's moving more south or i think it's south yeah it's moving more south which means it's moving further away from where we are Mm -hmm. right whereas in mexico you know it's pretty much summer 24 7 yeah Again, how is that even possible? Yeah. It doesn't like you got to think about these things. If the sun is 98 million miles away and yeah. h- however many times bigger they say than the earth is, how do you experience these? Yeah, because people talk about, oh, well, like the equator, the closer you are to the equator, the hotter it is. But, but it makes zero sense. It makes, yeah. no well, sense. if the sun was so, so far away and we're just this tiny ball in the you know, perspective wise. How much bigger do they say the sun is than, than we are? No idea. You know what's yeah. funny too? It is the, the eclipse. So the moon, the lunar eclipse that goes over the sun. This is how brainwashed people are. They say that the sun is 400 times bigger than the moon. And also coincidentally, 400 times further away from the moon. So that's why it aligns perfectly. Mm. But it all came out of a big bang, but 400 <laughs> times bigger and, and just 400 times further away. So it aligns perfectly for a lunar eclipse. It's bullshit. They're both the exact same size, mm-hmm. the exact same distance away. And eventually they just cross paths and they go yeah. over each other. I see the, the moon and the sun in the same day all the time. Right. So it's yeah. like, you know, and it, it's so easy to observe, but you know, people it, just don't look for it. They don't want to. What's like just a side note? People, oh. what's so interesting to me, what I like can't wrap my head around, is how people will believe in the Big Bang theory. They believe it easily, even though it's completely, if you think about it, it's very out there. The idea of just a bang happening and everything falling into place perfectly. You'd think that more so people like me would believe in that because I believe in all of this extra like crazy stuff. But people who believe in that are so quick to judge these theories. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just like interesting. It's just because it's just, uh, I mean. Conditioning. It's just conditioning. And like, it's easy to tell if you're conditioned. If you drink tap water, you're conditioned. If you watch the news, you're conditioned. You know, like all of these things is just like, if you take the education system and everything that you were taught in the education system to be a complete fact, you are conditioned. You know, you are plugged in the matrix. It's just how it is. Like, and it's unfortunate, but I think there has to be those people. And maybe they're not even, I mean, I always talk about like the NPCs or just like the non-player characters, just the people kind of fill in the roles or whatever. Maybe the people that are programmed to suck you back into the matrix. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's a lot of ways that you could think about it, but a lot of people just aren't ready for the truth and maybe they're just not at a conscious level to be ready for the truth maybe they'll never be ready for the truth maybe it's just not a part of the divine plan i don't know man like but it, 
it doesn't make sense to me that's for sure yeah no it definitely doesn't make sense to me either a lot a lot in this world doesn't make sense to me um just even like the idea of you know our governments and us needing i'm like why do they care so much about you know just everything trying to control everything i don't understand why there's such a need for control why i don't get it but it's all a part of it yeah i was actually just talking about this to someone in um I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast last time, but there's a, I was on a podcast with a, with a gentleman not too long ago, maybe, maybe a couple of years ago. So it was a little while ago, but, um, and he asked me if I ever read uh, the book interview with the devil. And I said, uh, no, I haven't. So he kind of explained it. And it, uh, I guess in the book, it was an interview with one of the elites, one of the, the Freemasons, the whatever you want to call them. And in this interview, he said something that resonated super deeply with me. Um, He said that we don't want to do what we're doing to humanity. We are forced to do it because we signed a soul contract before we came here to do what we're doing to humanity to force their awakening. God, ooh, I just got chills everywhere. And I... So when I heard that, I got chills just like you did. And I was like, that that resonates so deeply with me because you can't have one side in life without the opposite force. And I believe that we've talked about polarity before. I don't know, on the podcast, outside the podcast, whatever. But polarity is so important because you don't appreciate the good, you know, unless you have the bad. And, you know, even when it comes to this stuff. And yeah, it's just interesting. I, I get chills. Like, I'm very... I feel things like that means I, that's the truth. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I always, truth. I always take chills to mean confirmation. Like when I'm doing readings, when I'm doing this, whenever I get chills, it's always bang on. And it was the same thing with me when he told me that. I had chills through my whole entire being because it made so much sense to me. I'm like, okay, that that makes sense because if everything was just sunshine and rain, you wouldn't even know who you are. Like, how do you even know what the emotion of love is without the opposite force, right? If if love was just one constant state of emotion, you wouldn't even know what it is. There is no other. There is no other way, right? So it's just one thing. So God knows that you have to have the opposite side, and and without this this evil opposing Mm. suppressing manipulating controlling force Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be forced to look at yourself and be like hey what the fuck is going on because that's what started my awakening was seeing the the suppression the the fear the war politics the the poverty the the fluoride in the water the chemtrails in the air all these things like controlling the weather and all the shit i'm like am i the only one fucking seeing this like like, yeah what's going on Mm -hmm. right so it it was by seeing the tyranny in the control mechanisms within the system that led me into my awakening right that led me to to finding the spiritual path it's like whoa actually everything is within i have my own power right here i don't need to rely on the system i don't need to rely on these things right so but without any of that would i have found this probably not yeah Ooh, I'm grateful for this at the end of the day. I'm grateful for all of it because I understand that it's all a part. And that's why, you know, people that don't find this, they, there's, there's people out there. And this is what, this is the part that I don't understand is because there are, there are people out there that know this side that know, and they just go full send trying to expose it. Like the Alex Jones is, and you know, all these people mm-hmm. and they're, and they're you know, connecting consciousness online, but I don't see that they don't find like that spiritual side. They go so deep within the rabbit hole and they're so consumed by the rabbit hole. They don't find the opposing force, which is love. Yeah. 
That's right? a good so, point. So there, there is, you know, you, you can the, go to down that way too. Ooh, I'm getting chills too. Yeah. It's, it really depends on what you want to focus on, right? Like you can know, it's like, I know about these things. I, I just decide not to, you know, like I, I, I don't go out of my way to preach about it or anything. Like I know about it. If there's someone that's around me that wants to talk about it. Okay. Like there's a lot of wisdom that I can offer. Like I know about all the, all the mechanisms they've been using, how they control everything, how they own all the financial institutions within the world, except for Russia. Yeah, yeah. Why we're always at war with these people, you know, like control the money, you control the people. It's it's a literal spider web of just, you know. It is. And and talking about that, I want to talk about fear too, because you know, like the different levels and fear is a pretty low, like if you're fear, you're, the lowest low, vibe, you're, you're vibrating low. Like, yeah, the lowest. Yeah, it is, I think, right? That, and that's how they feed off your energy. Exactly. And it's like people, like you said, who do get too wrapped up in it and go down the rabbit hole often become very fearful too. And then they're, you know, missing, like you said, yeah. like they're vibrating low too. It's like it's important to be aware because I think that's what allows you to kind of get step out of the matrix per se. It's difficult though at the end of the day too because I remember being in a space where I was in fear and I was like this is really because it is really fucking scary if you don't know that there's another side to it right so I think that I just got lucky or it was destined that I found you know this other side that I started meditating whatever but I do understand Mm. you know that like being in that fearful state see for me it was more so the opposite I found spirituality first Um, just because um, of my past experiences and whatnot and then I started my mind started opening up about everything yeah Yeah. so for me it was kind of the opposite and that's the thing too it's like if if you want to know the truth you need to go within yeah if you don't know the truth right now like you can sit there and type on your computer all day long and go to that rabbit hole or you can just cultivate like a piece within and start opening your third eye once you open the mind's eye you you won't be blinded to anything Mm-hmm. Right, you, right you, you see everything you see through all of the lot you can you can talk to someone mm-hmm. you can talk to someone and you can fucking know if they're lying to you or not you can know their intentions or not yeah. you know you know you just have a feeling yeah a hundred percent and yeah. this is what happens when you know when you when you start to go because all answers lie within you want the answers to life go within mm-hmm. i like i this is what i say all the time even if i'm coaching or whatever if i'm helping someone like i can sit here i can sit here on this podcast till midnight tonight and just go on and on and on and i could talk and talk and talk and talk and i have all this wisdom that i could share yeah but at the end of the day it's all within you yeah yeah and do you know what i say that too to like other people when they talk about oh i don't understand why so like you know the people don't see it i'm like do you know what we're all on our own journey. You can't like force it on somebody. You can't like try to convince them. I mean, unless they're open-minded to have that conversation, but if they're not even at the point to have that conversation, I just like take, in my opinion, it's almost not even worth it. Cause it's like, Hey, they're on their own journey. Take a step back and wait. And if they ever meet you, where you're at, then you can have those conversations. But like you said, it does come within. And until people realize that there's not, there's not much, you know, you can do or what anybody can do. Cause if your mind is set on something, that's it. A hundred percent. hundred percent. It's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. And I, yeah, we're definitely getting a little bit off topic, but I think it's all kind of, it's, it's all combined, you know, like it's all it part is. of one bigger picture. Right. So and that's this is a, sort of, 
and this is what sorry this is what i was gonna say this is a little off topic too but it's easy to veer off you know in conversations like this but we were talking about fear before and talking about how you can like see lies um a friend of mine was like hey have you seen 28 days haunted on netflix and i'm like no i haven't like i don't i don't watch much tv at all but i was like i'll I'll check it out she's like i want to know your opinion on it i'm super scared she was spooked out by it so i watched i went to go watch one episode and i was just like this is fake to me i'm like i can't I can't watch it. Um, I ended up not watching it because to me it just was not, it was disingenuous. And I think even with like spirit world, like often what's portrayed in the media is the scary stuff because they want us to be afraid of everything paranormal, whether it's ghosts, whatever it is. They want to keep us in that fear state. And that was just like an example. But uh, no, 100%. It's fear is the lowest vibration there is. And that's where you see, like, I mean, go out on the streets, you see people wearing masks. Like the, those people are in states of pre- perpetual fear totally like they've programmed you to the point where you are afraid to breathe fresh air that is insanity no i saw a guy bike riding the other day and he was wearing a mask on his bike and it was outside there was nobody around fresh air it happens all the time i see it all the time it's just like man like and that's it's i'm just super again like are those i can't see a world where that person's even real straight up like i I don't i don't see it like to to me like it just it's so beyond my realm of thinking like i i just yeah i'm just like whoa like that's like Mm -hmm. that's the only word i can just like have for is like whoa whoa like that's what i literally walk by these people like whoa man like sorry like that's so funny I don't know. I don't no, care. I don't either. But you know what? Hey, we're all on our own journey. And when it's, you know, yeah. when it comes to stuff like that, I just don't even just keep my mouth shut. But, but that's just fear. It's fear. That, that's what yeah. we're going with. Like, that's what we're talking about. Right. So it's just, yeah. that is just a, a pure example of being in a fearful state is like to the point and where you're suffocating yourself. Yeah. And that's probably why people are so close minded to, you know, ideas of the firmament or, you know, other stuff like that, because it is scary to go against everything you've been told for your whole life, you know, whether people say oh it's not scary but it it is scary to like question that and to dive into that um back on to the firmament though was there any anything else that you know i know i asked you a few questions and i'm sure people listening have a million and one questions but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ask all of the devil advocates questions because we can just go on for forever if i were to do that well it's hard too because like i mean again i don't have all the answers like i'm never gonna know i'm never gonna go touch the firmament or anything like that like you know it's so it's just what I can observe and what I can research and what I can study and, yeah. and what I see as being a lot more um, obvious than mm-hmm. you know, what we were told, right? It's what resonates with you. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like those those chills or whatever. Like it's just you just I just it's my truth. I, I know for a fact that you know we're we're not on a spinning ball hurling through space at sixty six thousand miles per hour and everything equals six 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 for some reason. You know, like yeah, it's just it, it's it's obvious, right? And and I always 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 I know that for a fact. Like I love you know researching the Atlanteans and the Egyptians and the Mayans and like all of these societies that flourished. Yeah. And you know, they're they're not here anymore, but there's there's a reason for that as well. And I believe like the Mayans just up and vanished. There was no trace of them, right? There was no trace of the Egyptians either. They say there's mummies and all that. It's all bullshit. That's a lie. That's all a lie. Yeah. But I believe that they got to a point where they ascended their consciousness into light bodies, which is what we're doing, me and you are currently yeah. doing, and, and the other, you know, 
awakened beings, we are yeah. on the process and on the path of ascending into a higher dimensional frequency, call it 5D, call it the fourth density, whatever it might be. And, and that's when you leave this physical vessel and you, and you, you know, travel in a light body. And I believe that's what happened with the Mayans, with the Egyptians. They just got to a, a certain level of consciousness and vibration where, you know, they, they evolved. I just got chills everywhere as you were saying that. I always feel the need to say it when I get chills because to yeah, me, chills course. is like... It resonates. It yeah. makes sense, right? Interesting. So that's what I believe. And, and, and again, so I look back at all these societies that were a lot more wise than us that could do things that we couldn't do. And if they're all referencing the firmament and the Bible's referencing the firmament and, you know, and, and it's like, why is, the sky, why is the sky blue? It's just so obvious, right? So I'm just like, it's right and there. And one thing I want to say too, on, on topic of, you know, ancient Egypt and Egyptians and all that stuff, I thought this in my head and I got chills as I thought it. So I'm like, okay, I need to say this. You know how people say, okay, they were able to do a lot of things we weren't able to do because maybe they had help from aliens or extraterrestrials. And I'm like, well, maybe they did, but maybe they were tapped in enough to communicate with those other beings. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, and at, at the end of the day, I know too, there are if so if you're going to communicate you're a great example of this like you're a medium if you're going to communicate with certain vibrational beings mm -hmm. that are on an extremely high vibration they cannot physically come around someone that is vibrating on a low frequency mm -hmm. they can't do it right because it hurts them it's the same it's the same thing as it literally physically drains and hurts me being around someone with a low and negative vibrational frequency yeah you feel it so feel when it. when you're communicating with these high vibrational entities is because you are high vibrational that's why you're that's why you're able to do it right so it's the same thing with the egyptians all the egyptians were were awakened high vibrational beings conscious beings that's why they were able to communicate with entities or entities were able to come through and help them whatever it was like it, it's all, all all these beings are just different levels of consciousness yeah and it's interesting too because thinking about it you know i've communicated with different beings like not only past humans um essentially and it does feel different like depending on what i'm communicating with i don't necessarily know exactly sometimes what i'm communicating with but i could feel whether or not they're really high of a vibration or or not you know it's it's interesting that's a good point you just reminded me of a dream that i had that i i haven't even thought about or i might have even forgot about for a very long time where i i remember being there was a there was a being that came near to me in my dream and it was like the same circumstance him explaining or her explaining or whatever it was explaining like how it could only come around like high vibrational beings and i remember touching it in my dream and my whole body started like vibrating in a in a way that I have never experienced in my, like I was in like a almost a, like a, a a fucking pink handshake or something like that like just literally vibrating so so high and then I woke up like almost elevated out of my body wow yeah, I, I haven't thought about that for a very very long time that's how very did you interesting feel? how did you feel when you woke up from that curious like did you physically feel really good yeah like yeah. really good like it was like a very like i was like a, being like plugged into a charger or something like that okay. but i remember being like around this being and i don't remember if i touched it or something something like that and i just started like like literally vibrating like like whole body so like i'm getting chills i feel like that dream was definitely more than a dream you're probably communicating 100%. with a being and it's funny because two other people that i know they've been in contact with other beings that have kind of injected 
injected them with things in some type of way and that's exactly what they said they came out physically feeling a lot more energized a lot more like recharged and I'm like that's super cool just made me think of that but so I don't know if there was any final things you wanted to say about the firmament or just about you know anything in general yeah I mean the answers are are always there and I'm just not I'm not just like you know like this crazy flat earth guy (laughs) flat earther there's a lot there's a lot of of, you know wisdom and knowledge that I possess about a lot of different topics and uh it's not even necessarily that I'm like passionate about the flat earth or anything like that, because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not, but I am, I'm passionate about the truth. I'm a truther and I, I want people to know the truth and I want people to know that they are significant. I want people to know that they have an extremely incredible amount of power within them mm-hmm. that they can harness and they can utilize to create whatever life they desire, that the opinions of other people don't matter at all and and you can literally do whatever you want to do in your life and like that's 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 what i'm the most passionate about and you know flat earth is a part of that you know whole whole truth thing and so is exposing the elites and yeah and and there's so many things that people can call me crazy about like i make videos about like dolphin assisted bursts and that's another cool one by the way the dolphin assisted bursts that's like a whole other thing but sorry sorry And, and how you know beekeepers have the longest life expectancy amongst any other profession how cats are super spiritual creatures and that's why the egyptians kept them super close to them and like so there's a lot of information and a lot of wisdom and and the thing is with me is like i i always speak about things that typically i have a direct experience with like the bees and the cats and you know i haven't had a dolphin assisted birth mind you but Um, it's things that, you know, I do have direct experience with and that I observe for myself and that I've practiced on myself. Like I talk about sun gazing and the effects of grounding and, you know, obviously meditation and these things and Kundalini awakening and the spiritual journey and all this stuff and, and things that I've done in my past. And people ask me like, well, you know, like I don't work a nine to five. I haven't in, in years. And, you know, I've become free from the system and, you know, I've freed my mind and I, I live an extremely prosperous, healthy and happy life because of what I choose to practice yeah. and what I, what I choose to consume, not only on a physical level, but a vibrational level on a spiritual level, right? Like, so it's all of these things that are going to help you along your journey. And, and this is why I'm here. This is why you're here. This is what I'm passionate about. So it's not just like, I'm not just like this fucking crazy flat earther. Like, you I, know, I just want to let people yeah, know. That. I, I don't, I don't think you're a crazy flat earther. You know, I know I, that. I just, just for the audience, you know, it's, it's important. It's super important in life. If you want anything, it's, you just need to look intrinsically, like straight up. Yeah. It's all within. So. A hundred percent. And for those listening, I mean, you should check out Sheldon's content on TikTok. You have a lot of awesome eye-opening videos, stuff um, I'm super fascinated by. And yeah, a lot of it is just talking about the truth. It And if anything, it opens up great discussion. You know, there's, yeah, I think it's awesome. So check him out if you don't already follow him. I'll have all of your links and everything in the description box below. Um, but thanks again for having this conversation with me. A great conversation as always. And yeah, that's it for today's episode. Thanks everyone for tuning in and hopefully I'll see you all next time. Bye. Peace and love.